Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 26 of the Political Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Political Dad, and let me tell you, we've got a show that's going to blow your socks off. We're not like those mainstream talking heads who fill the air with nonsense. We cut through the fluff and give it to you straight. Why? Because we're the voice of common sense in a world that desperately needs it, and we do it all without kowtowing to the D.C. elite. The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. The man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the doctor of democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash can. All right, folks, now that we're all settled in, let me give you a sneak peek of the feast we've prepared for your brain today. First up on the chopping block, we're diving into the Bob Menendez scandal. Oh boy, this one's a doozy, folks. Trust me, you're going to want to hear about it. Next, guess who's back? The one and only Donald Trump making headlines again as he moves to first place in the polls. What's it mean? We're going to break it down, folks. Simple and easy. Then we've got Biden and his tango with the UAW. United Auto Workers, for those of you not into acronyms, what's the deal there? Don't worry, we've got the scoop. And last but definitely not least, drumroll, please. We've got a brand spanking new domain, politicaldad.com. That's right, your go-to place for all things. Political Dad just got its own piece of the internet. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover and you won't want to miss a minute of it. Let's get this show on the road. All right, we got something for you to chew on today. You remember Bob Menendez, right? U.S. Senator from New Jersey. Man's been around for quite some time. And folks, you won't believe the latest. Now, I want to break this down so everyone gets it. Because, my friends, if we don't call out corruption, who will? The D.C. elite? Ha! Let's not kid ourselves. So, Senator Menendez and his wife have been indicted on federal bribery charges. And this ain't chump change. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, gold bars, a Mercedes-Benz, oh, and it gets better, a mortgage payoff. Yep, they've got a laundry list of bribes here. Now, what does Menendez offer in return? Sensitive U.S. government information to benefit the Egyptian government. We're talking about international-level corruption, people. But hey, the plot thickens. He wasn't just working for Egypt. Oh, no. He was pulling some strings back home, too. Allegedly, Menendez used his sway to mess with a criminal probe in New Jersey and tried to influence who gets to be the U.S. attorney in New Jersey. Why? Because that person could, in theory, protect one of his buddies who's facing some bank-related criminal charges. 
folks, this reads like a Hollywood script. Menendez has decided to step down as the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, as if that's going to absolve him of his sins. Now, he's done this before. In 2015, similar charges were laid on him, but the jury was deadlocked, and he dodged the bullet. But can lightning strike twice? All this raises an important point, my friends. Why do we keep letting these career politicians sit around collecting dust and dubious foreign gold bars, especially when we've got important things to worry about, like the safety of our families, the stability of our nation, and the future for our kids? But you know what's really eyebrow-raising? The Supreme Court has been making it harder and harder for federal prosecutors to win corruption cases. Are you kidding me? Instead of holding our leaders to higher standards, it's like they're saying, ah, let it slide. It's all part of the game. In the court of public opinion, where you and I sit, folks, this doesn't fly. We can't let the D.C. swamp monsters drag us down into the mud with them. We've got to hold these people accountable and demand better, not just for ourselves, but for our kids and their future. Because at the end of the day, we're not just voters or taxpayers. We're dads, moms, grandparents who care about leaving a legacy we can be proud of. Now, isn't it funny how the media works? You've got the Biden family swimming in scandal soup one minute, and boom, Bob Menendez jumps into the spotlight. And suddenly, everyone's like, Biden who? It's like a game of musical chairs. But instead of chairs, we're talking about who gets the headline of Scandal of the Week. And folks, let's be real. This isn't a new phenomenon. It's as old as Uncle Sam himself. You don't believe me? Go ahead, pull out your phone or hop on your computer and Google list of federal political scandals in the United States. You'll be scrolling till your finger cramps. We don't have enough time in this uh, or 100 podcasts to go through them all. That got me thinking maybe we should start a new segment. Call it the Weekly Scandal Spotlight or something catchy. Each episode, we can take a stroll down memory lane and revisit one of these sordid tales from the past. Kind of like opening a time capsule, only instead of cute little mementos, we find tarnished reputations and betrayals of public trust. So, what do you all think? Good idea, or should we stick to the usual fare? Your voice matters, my friends. Shoot me an email at pd at csbn.live. I want to hear your thoughts, your questions, and your topic suggestions for future shows. All right, my friends, we've been diving deep today, and there's plenty more to come. But even political dad needs to pay the bills, you know what I mean? So sit tight and don't go anywhere. We've got some messages from our friends and sponsors who help keep this ship afloat. And trust me, you don't want to miss what's coming up next. You think we've hit the nail on the head so far? Well, grab your hammers because we're just getting started. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. When you want a loaf of bread, you don't go to a butcher, you go to a baker. You want milk? A dairy is your spot. 
And when you need a sofa, don't go to a bank. Come to Sofa King. Because at Sofa King, with locations throughout Bayonne and Down Neck, Newark, Sofa King has the most brands in stock ready for immediate pickup. We can't deliver because our driver's doing 18 months at Rahway. At Sofa King, you will find the lowest prices allowed by law on every model in stock. Here at Sofa King, we love to say that our prices are Sofa King low. Why go anyplace else? Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the Professor of Logic. And now, the man brave enough to ask, do you recycle? All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Common Sense Broadcast Network, my friends. This is Political Dad here with you. Have you ever heard of Hide and Seek? Well, it looks like old Bob and his wife were playing a grown-up version with cash and gold bars. I kid you not, back in June 2022, a raid turned up more than $480,000 in cold hard cash, stashed in envelopes, clothing, and even a safe. Oh, but wait, there's more. Nadine, apparently a lady with a liking for luxury, had another $70,000 in a safe deposit box. And let's not forget the two one-kilogram gold bars and 11 one-ounce gold bars... Sounds like something out of a treasure hunt movie, doesn't it? People think they are untouchable. Folks, I gotta tell you, the swamp in D.C. is so deep you'd need scuba gear to even see the bottom. Scandals are the new norm, but should we just sit back and accept it? Heck no! America's supposed to be the shining city on a hill, the example for the world. But with these jokers running the show... Forget about it. It's time we take a stand, America, and bring some good old common sense back into our lives. Now hold on to your hats because this next segment is a doozy. We're going to dive into some shady stuff involving Joe Biden and the United Auto Workers. We're talking strikes, auto workers, and get this, the very politicians who set the stage for these walkouts. You see the key reason behind these strikes? It's the push for electric vehicles. Who's leading that charge? Yep, the same politicians who are now standing in picket lines pretending to be pals with the working man. Hold on a minute. Let's connect the dots. These politicians are the ones who put the rules in place to force the automakers to switch to electric vehicles, all to make friends with the climate change crowd. We're talking huge shifts in the industry, job uncertainties, you name it. Now, they want to show up and act like they're the knights in shining armor for these workers? You've got to be kidding me. Folks, you can't make this stuff up. The irony here is thicker than Florida humidity in July. They cause the problem and then act like they're the solution. It's high time we cut through this nonsense and call it what it is. A political charade. This isn't about the auto workers or even about climate change. It's about politicians trying to score brownie points while real people suffer the consequences of their actions. So let's break out that common sense, my friends. Let's not let them play us for fools. These workers deserve better and America deserves better. All right, my friends, it's Political Dad here with you, and we've got a hot plate of truth to serve up. We're diving into the latest polls about Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Grab your forks and knives because this meat's cooked well done with a side of reality. 
So let me tell you, folks, Biden is underwater, and I'm not talking about a day at the Florida beach. A new ABC News Washington Post poll shows his approval rating is in the deep end at just 37 percent, with 56 percent disapproving. Folks, those numbers would get you kicked off any reality TV show, let alone run a country. Now get this. 44% say they're worse off financially since Biden took office. That's the highest since 1986. We're talking Reagan-era numbers here. But the difference is Reagan was a lifeguard. Biden's just making us all feel like we're drowning. And don't get me started on immigration. A measly 23% think Biden's handling the border crisis well. No gold stars for that performance. But here's where it gets spicy. Three quarters of Americans think Biden's too old for another term. But that's not all. Among the people who disapprove of Biden, a whopping 75% say that looking back, they approve of Trump. Talk about buyer's remorse, huh? And folks, Trump's numbers have risen like Florida temperatures in the summer. 48% now say they approve of his performance when he was in the Oval Office. That's up from 38% when he left. And as for the 2024 matchup? Oh boy, hold on to your hats. Trump sits comfortably at 51%, while Biden is trailing at 42%. Friends, if this was a horse race, I'd say Trump is galloping while Biden's still trying to figure out how to get on the saddle. What this tells us is simple. The people are speaking up and they're not happy with the current show in Washington. Biden's got an uphill battle, not just with the general public, but even within his own party. A stunning 62% of Democrats say they want someone else on the ticket in 2024. Can you believe that? So what's the takeaway? People are waking up. They're seeing the reality behind the smoke and mirrors, and they're not liking what they're finding. Trump's numbers are rising because people miss strong leadership. Biden's are dropping because, well, you can't keep promising a sunny day while it's raining cats and dogs and expect folks to keep believing you. Don't change that dial. We've got more ground to cover. Keep it locked right here. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Hey folks, have you ever wondered what to wear to a White House investigation or perhaps a casual stay behind bars? Jumpers are us. As you covered with the all-new Trump Tower special, luxury prison attire for the fashionably confined? Now don't get me wrong, friends. These aren't just any old prison jumpers. No, sir. They're specially designed for the high-profile inmate who likes to make a statement. Believe me, folks, I've had the best people working on this. It's huge. Just tremendous. The Trump Tower special comes with gold-plated buttons, a faux comb-over hood for those chilly nights, and even a pocket designed specifically for your presidential pardons. And if you're worried about sizes, don't fret. Our one-size-oversells-all approach means that whether you're a political heavyweight or just heavy on the politics, we've got you covered. At Jumpers or Us, we make confinement great again, one stitch at a time. I mean, if you're going to jail, why not go in style? It's a rigged system. The system is totally rigged and broken. 
this system is rigged. We're competing in a rigged election. This is a rigged election. So, friends, for those who find themselves in the big house or just want to show off their sense of humor, order the Trump Tower special today at Jumpers or Us. Tell them Political Dad sent you, and they might just throw in an extra button or two. Jumpers or Us. Dress like you mean it, even if it's a court appearance. Reverberating positivity throughout the world. Political Dad is on the CSB Network. And now, the man that can bench press more than Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's your man, Political Dad, and we're diving right back into the whirlpool of politics. Let's talk about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, you heard me right. A Kennedy, as in JFK, RFK, the whole shebang. Well, this Kennedy is going against the grain, and let me tell you, it's more surprising than finding a snowman in Florida. RFK Jr. has been throwing punches at Biden in the Democratic primary. But he's like a mouse taking on an elephant. He's way down in the polls. Even so, he's starting to flirt with the Libertarian Party, and I can't say I blame him. Even he's talking about the D.C. elite. That's right. The high and mighty folks who think they own the place. And he's calling out the corruption in the Democratic Party. This guy's saying things that need to be said, folks. But hold the phone, because here's where the story gets a little dicey. RFK Jr. isn't exactly a straight shooter all the time. He's dabbled in some conspiracy theories, uh, some stuff about vaccines that's got people scratching their heads. It's like he's hitting home runs, but then trying to run the bases backward. I like what he's saying about the swamp in D.C. and the need for populist messaging. Man, I just wish he'd stick to the script and not veer off into la-la land with some of his wilder theories. The Democrats are sweating bullets over this, I can assure you. They think if RFK Jr. jumps ship to the Libertarian Party, it'll split votes and might just give someone like Trump the keys to the White House again. It's like they're seeing ghosts, folks. So, what's it going to be? Is RFK Jr. going to stick with his family's legacy and stay with the Dems? Or is he going to shake things up in a way we haven't seen since, well, since his uncle JFK? Either way, the guy's making waves, and you know what? In a political landscape, as stale as weak old bread, maybe we need a few waves. Now, if you're looking for some good old American banter, you're in the right place. Strap in, because we've got a whirlwind of a topic coming your way. The upcoming Republican debate. Oh yeah, this one's going to be spicy. Let me break it down for you. The action is set for this Wednesday, September 27th at 9 p.m. And let me tell you, they picked a heck of a venue, the Ronald Reagan Presidential Foundation and Institute in Simi Valley, California. Ah, that takes me back. Years ago, when I was working the Rush Limbaugh beat, we had a show in Sherman Oaks. Afterward, we drove on over to the Reagan Museum in Simi Valley. It's an experience that'll make any red-blooded American swell with pride, let me tell you. Your moderators for the evening are Fox News stalwart Stuart Varney and Dana Perino, joined by Univision's Ilya Calderon. Oh boy, talk about a motley crew. Get ready for a barn burner, people. Now, here's the kicker. Donald Trump ain't showing up. Nope, he's jetting off to Detroit to chat with striking auto workers. Classic Trump dodging left when everyone expects him to dodge right. 
So what's that mean for the rest of the candidates? Well, with the big man out, it's anyone's ball game. Who's going to bring down the house? Who's going to call out the D.C. elite and steal the spotlight? That's what we're all dying to know, right? And listen up, because here's the good part. We'll be watching this debate like hawks, and we're going to dissect all the action, the zingers, and the face plants in our Thursday morning episode of the Political Dad Podcast. That's right. Make sure you tune in for our play-by-play breakdown, because believe me, you won't want to miss it. All right, folks, that's all for this segment. We're going to take a quick breather, but don't you dare go anywhere. We've got more Red Hot Takes coming your way. Stay tuned. Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the Professor of Logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. All right, my friends, that brings us to the end of another barnstorming episode of Common Sense with Political Dad. We've covered everything from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. flirting with the Libertarian Party to the sizzling upcoming Republican debate. And trust me, you don't want to miss our next episode where we spill all the tea on that one. Now hold on to your hats because we've got some big news. We're taking things up a notch here at Political Dad. You know we've always been about growing and reaching more folks with some good old American common sense. That's why we've gone ahead and secured the domain name politicaldad.com. Oh yeah, we're moving up in the world. And get this, soon you'll be able to catch us on YouTube as well. We're aiming to make politicaldad.com the one-stop shop for all the common sense you can stomach all under one digital roof. So stay tuned, because we're only getting started, and it's going to be a wild ride. All right, my friends, it's time to lighten the mood a bit with some good old dad jokes. Because let's face it, between the Menendez saga and the Biden-Trump showdown, we all could use a laugh. Am I right? So here we go. Jokes fresher than Florida oranges. Why did Bob Menendez step down from the Foreign Relations Committee? Because even he couldn't relate to his own actions anymore. What's Donald Trump's favorite game? Pole position. And it looks like he's in the lead. How many UAW workers does it take to change a light bulb? None, they're too busy striking while Biden holds the ladder. Why did Joe Biden attend the UAW strike? To teach them how to dodge questions while picketing. What's the difference between Biden's approval rating and my gas tank? My gas tank occasionally fills up. How does Bob Menendez like his eggs? Scrambled like his ethics. What's Donald Trump's new campaign slogan? Make polls great again. Why don't D.C. politicians read? Because the only numbers they care about are in their Swiss bank accounts. How do you know when a politician is lying? Other politicians start taking notes. All right. All right. I hope you had as much fun with those as I did. If you've got a dad joke of your own, send them my way, would you? We could all use a chuckle in these crazy times. Now back to business. 